The Spur of the Moment podcast is proudly presented by Shane Daigie, Realtor of Always Here Properties. Selling your home, buying your home, first-time buyers, investors, and seasoned home buyers. Call or text 512-540-1626, and I'll be glad to help with all of your real estate needs. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie. And I'm your co-host, Drew Daigie. Welcome to episode 178 of Spur of the Moment. Yeah, coming straight from the Simonator Studios in the heart of Texas. And as always, we'll be here with your Spurs recap and highlights. That is their 16th loss in a row, but they had some monumental task by Mr. Victor Webinyama in this one. They competed well the first half. Same story. First half compete well. Really started losing it in the third quarter and ultimately ended up losing to the Chicago Bulls and uh, DeMar DeRozan on his return back to San Antonio. Drew, what were your thoughts about this one, about Victor Webinyama's game, about the Spurs game, and about DeMar coming back? Yeah, I was very proud of this game for Victor Webinyama as he became the youngest player in NBA history to record a 2020 game. That is impressive. It was just a little bit before Dwight Howard did it. He did it when he was 19 as well, but Victor Webinyama did it four days before, I believe. So he's the first player ever. And like you said, another game where we lost it in the second half. So, yeah, that's about it on this game. Yeah, and just to go in further into that, you know, third quarter they outscored us 35-20. to So that's a 15-point margin. And then in the fourth quarter they outscored us 34-29. to The first half was a completely different story. And uh, that was kind of the tail of the tape for the for the Spurs. That drops them to three and eighteen overall on the season, and improves the Chicago Bulls to nine and fourteen on the season. And like I said earlier, that's our sixteenth loss in a row. And we're going to listen to an interview from Victor Webinyama after this game about the new starting lineup and others. How did you like the new lineup and being at center, playing with those guys? How do you think that worked out? Um. Definitely had, uh, helps us spread the floor a little bit. Um, I think we, you know, we did we did pretty good for for some time, and uh, we're still, you know, we're still experimenting. But uh, we're gonna see if that if that works. How do you think been the thing that has dragged you guys down in, in the third quarter specifically? Um, seems like that's been the area where things haven't mm-hmm. gone your way. I mean, uh, you know, when uh, when our opponents are down at half, of course they're going to try and have a reaction, but we gotta we gotta expect that every time because our first half was pretty solid, especially defensively, you know. And uh, yeah, it's I mean, there's ups and downs in during the game, but we gotta get our downs less and less slow, you know. Whenever you you mentioned the offense, but when you're when you're the big in that lineup uh, defensively, how does that change your responsibilities from a defensive standpoint, from a rebounding standpoint? Um, you know, it, it really depends on the game because sometimes the uh, if I'm guarding the center, the center can be a you know a shooter or not at all, or somebody that crashes the board every time. So it really depends on the game. Mark DeRozan was just talking. So that was uh, Victor Webinyama discussing his role 
in the position whenever Zach Collins isn't on the floor with him to start off. What did you think, Drew, about that uh, that change, about Zach Collins going to the bench, Victor Wibanyama starting at the center, Malachi Branham in the lineup? What, what did you think about all that? Yeah, I liked it. I think Zach Collins has been struggling all year shooting the ball, so I like him coming off the bench. I think that's how it should be for the rest of the year. Um, in my opinion, I like Wibanyama getting 20 rebounds. That was a big point because he was a center. So, yeah, I, I like that change. Okay. Well, and there's a lot of things you can do to increase his versatility. So it's not like the old days where it was just a post-up guy at the center. There's a lot that you can do to stretch the floor. So we'll see how it goes. I'm, I'm curious to see. Now let's get to our top two, bottom two. Drew, who'd you have for your top two? Yeah, so to no surprise, number one on my top two list is Victor Webanyama. Talked about him already a lot, but in this game, a 21-point, 20-rebound game, four-block game with shooting 8 of 20 from the field in 32 minutes. Number one of my top two. One of the best games of his career. I think I'll say it's his third best game of his career. Number two on my top two list is Zach Collins. I liked what he did coming off the bench in this one. 12 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, shooting 4 of 5 from the field and 2 of 2 from the three-point line in 23 minutes. He didn't force any shots. That's what I really liked about his game. That's why he's number two on my top two list. Who's on your top two list in this one? All right, well... With a big surprise at number one, I had Vic. That was what an amazing game. He delivered us another gem, and in time, those those games like that are going to be really stand out as we're uh, climbing up in the standings. But right now at the bottom, just enjoy it and watch it and watch his growth and learning as he gets on. Ladies and gentlemen, he's just 19. So there is a bright, bright future ahead. We just got to persist through the difficult times. And then my number two is a guy I really liked off the bench tonight. Uh, Trey Jones had a great game, I thought. He overall had uh, 18 points, 8 assists, 5 rebounds, was 2 of 2 from 3-point land, and 6 of 7 from the field. So overall, Trey Jones just had a spectacular game, and I really liked what he did off the bench for the Spurs, and uh, a big part of why we were able to stay in this game. So that's my top two. Let's get to our bottom two, Drewster. Yeah, so number one on my bottom two list, I went with Devin Vassell. I think this was one of the worst shooting nights of his season so far. He couldn't hit any threes. He had 11 points with three turnovers, one of nine from the three-point line and four of 15 from the field in 34 minutes. This will be one to forget from Devin Vassell. So he's number one on my bottom two list. Number two on my bottom two list, I just went with a player that really didn't do much here, had more fouls than points, Julian Champagne. Zero points in this one with three fouls in six minutes. I thought he was going to play a much bigger role, and I do think as the season um, gets, we play more, I think Champagne will start getting more minutes towards the end of the year. So he's number one on my bottom two. All right. Well, I had uh, Jeremy Sohan on my bottom. Um, you know, his just not a great, great night, but the five turnovers really just got to me. I thought that was too much, and uh, he just kind of looked out of place a little bit last night. So he was number one on my bottom two. And then number two, I had uh, Devin Vassell on the bottom two. Um, just that 4-15 season, very uncharacteristic. And the 1-9 from three-point land, also uncharacteristic. So that's my bottom two. And uh, hopefully Devin's not on there too much more because he's he's got to be one of our best. All right, now it's time for the question of the day. Remember, you can always text your questions to 512-540-1626. Tonight's question comes from Daniel in Billings, Montana. Daniel's question is, 
When is the last time a Spur has had a 2020 game? Drew, I'm going to turn that one over to you. Yeah, so we kind of talked about this one in the last episode. We had a similar question. When was the last Spurs player had 20 rebounds? And that was Kelvin Johnson. Kelvin Johnson is also the last player to have a 20-point, 20-rebound game on March 19th, 2021. He had 23 points and 21 rebounds in 39 minutes. That was a great game for Kelvin Johnson. That's the answer to the question. All right. Thank you for that. And we did talk about that. It just didn't get into the points aspect of that. And I had no idea that that was a 2020 game until Drew reminded me. So good stuff right there. Thanks for your question, Daniel. All right. Now it's time for this day in Spurs history. Drew, what do you got for us? Yeah. So we're going to head back to December 8th, 2012 to one of the Spurs games against the Charlotte Bobcats. And the Spurs dominated the rebuilding Charlotte Bobcats. Beat him 132 to 102. We had a lot of scores in this game. The leading score being Danny Green, who had 23 points, four rebounds. Tony Parker had 22 points, nine assists. Tim Duncan had 11 points. Patty Mills had 13 points. Tiago Splitter had 10 points and six rebounds. Ginobili had 11 points, seven assists. And that is a Spurs win, improving their record to 17-4. and And the Bobcats fell to 7-12 and on December 8, 2012. All right. Thanks for that one, Drew. That's a good throwback. And uh, that was uh, the golden years for the Spurs right there. All right. Now we're going to move on to the preview of the upcoming game. And on Monday night, the Spurs travel to Houston, right up Interstate 10 to go face the Houston Rockets. The Rockets are coming in with a 10-9 record, and the Spurs are 3-18 overall, like we mentioned earlier. Um, but one of those three wins is against the Houston Rockets in overtime for us way back on uh, October 27th. That was an overtime win for the Spurs, 126-122. Drew, what can you tell us about the Rockets? Yeah, I did not expect them to be one game above 500. I thought they were going to be um, a rebuilding team this year. But the money they spent on the offseason seems to be paying off. Uh, but they also have a very up-and-coming superstar in Alperin Sangoon, who's averaging 20 points and 9 rebounds. Jalen Green, who's averaging 19 points, 4 rebounds. And a great leader they have, Fred Van Vliet, who's averaging 16 points, 8 assists. And Dylan Brooks, surprisingly having a decent year, 13 points, 3 rebounds, 1 assist. We know what happened last time Victor Webinyama faced off against Dylan Brooks. Uh, he did amazing that game. So let's see. how. What are your thoughts on the Rockets? I, you know, they're really interesting, and I still go back to, to that draft, the primo draft. I really wanted the Spurs to get Shangoon in that one, um, and he's been doing really, really well for them. Uh, there's a former Spur on the Rockets, Jock Landale. He's he's over there now, and uh, so just that's of note. But uh, the Rockets are a really interesting team. They're coming off two really big wins against uh, Oklahoma City and Denver back-to-back, so they just beat the champions in Denver last game, so going to be a tough test for us. I think, you know, they're getting a lot of their uh, pieces together and uh, a lot of pieces of the puzzle together, and they're a really interesting team. They got a lot lot of guys um, that can do a lot for them with Van Vliet and Sangoon, like you mentioned. Jalen Smith Jr. is another one that I really like Jabari. watching. I mean, sorry, Jabari, Jabari, Jabari. Smith. Thanks, thanks for the correction on that. But uh, really a, a pretty solid young uh, team, and, uh, you know, we'll see how that – We'll see how it rolls against the Rockets because uh, gonna be a gonna be a challenging matchup. I don't think it's gonna be as easy for us as last time. Let's get to our uh, predictions and player to go off. Who do you, who do you got? Yeah, so this is a tough game to predict. 
I am going to take the Rockets to extend the San Antonio Spurs losing streak. I think the Rockets beat us by nine points. I feel like they've gotten to play more the first the first couple games. They were just getting used to each other, and now I think they're ready to compete. So give me the Rockets to win by nine. And my player to go off is going to be Zach Collins. Um, I think he'll have a pretty good game. What are your predictions of player to go off? Well, you know, I thought long and hard about this one just because, you know, originally the the Rockets were, I don't know how to say it, uh, you know, rebuilding like us. But that signing of Van Bleet and combined with their rebuilding process, I think is is a big deal. And uh, I think it's going to be a tough test for the Spurs. I think going into Houston, I think it's going to be another close game with us and them. But I, unfortunately, I think we're going to lose by four in this one. And my player to go off, I think Jeremy Sohan's going to have a bounce-back game. This last one wasn't his greatest, and uh, I think he'll step back and guide the Spurs to a very competitive, close game, but unfortunately, one that's going to be another loss. All right, that brings us to the end of this episode of the Spur of the Moment. Uh, Drew, can you wrap us up, please? Yes, thank everybody for listening, and as always, go Spurs, go!